It's MMA Overdose with the Baby Gorilla. Slap it across the canvas, Mark. I'm telling you, this guy's insane. Mike the Body. I'm a goddamn doctor. And Hurricane Oz. The David Beckham of MMA calling it right now. Live from Salt Lake City, Utah. Lake City, Utah. Hey, fight fans, welcome to MMA Overdose with the Baby Gorilla. Alongside me is my good friend and co-host, Hurricane Haas. Mike, the body, can be here today due to some engagement, Mark. We believe that he's going to a country show, so. No, it is Mark. <laughs> ah, his girlfriend got him around the neck, what can I tell you? Well, folks, this is our episode, our first episode for our show, MMA Overdose. Uh, definitely make sure to go check out our website, www.mmaoverdose.com. And we'd like to thank Brian Studios for inviting us here to do our show. Now, Mark, just a lot of great things that are happening in the, in the, in the world of MMA. First off, Maine has become the 40th state to jump aboard the MMA bandwagon. You know, I think this is a great time to bring back the one, the only, Tim the Maniac Silva. <laughs> Tim the Maniac Silva. Dude, are you serious? It's like, did he hear what's going on with Tim Sylvia? Yeah, but wouldn't you want to see him in there with Brock Lesnar just once? <laughs> just one time? Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I do actually want to see him get knocked out really quick. You know, that's one of my things. I want to pay 40 bucks for a headline pay-per-view where Tim Sylvia gets knocked out in 30 seconds. Please. I'll pay 50. <laughs> I'll put 50 on the table to watch that happen. Well, well, you know what? Do each is don't, each is don't. I think this is a great idea, though, for the uh, for the state of Maine to to incorporate MMA, especially during this time. Uh, a lot of people are struggling. A lot of states are struggling, and this can actually put a little bit of uh, money inside the the state itself by actually having some awesome MMA shows there. Absolutely, you know they're bringing in millions in Vegas. Like right. Vegas doesn't have enough money. Share the wealth. Let's get some money up there in Wisconsin. <laughs> supposed to be the next day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. You know what? I, I can't wait to actually see MMA in Wisconsin. You know you know how fun that will be? They'll Just be fighting in parkas. It'll be a great time. <laughs> hey, what do, what do you know there, eh? Oh, freaking A. Wisconsin, we got the cheese and the MMAs. This is awesome. There's a lot of people pissed off up there about Brett Favre doing the football thing, so... Hey, I'm saying they're making bank. Somebody, they're ready to watch people get beat up. <laughs> you know, I put Brett Favre over there in one of those uh, fights. People will pay a lot of money to go see Brett Favre fight. Brett um, Favre versus Rogers. Oh yeah, that'd be freaking awesome. I'm putting 55 on the table for that one. <laughs> oh man, you know what? Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, Mark. Uh, do you watch a lot of TV? Oh yeah. Oh, dude, new MMA reality shows are coming back. Bully Beatdown. Bully Beatdown. God, have you seen that show? Yeah. I'm. I'm a little. I'm, I'm on the edge on that one. I can't decide whether I like it or if it needs to go. You know what? I kind of like it, though. I like the whole idea that that uh, Jason Miller is putting these guys, these people that were picking on on nerds and, and, and whatnots, uh, against actual fighters. I mean, I think that's a great concept for the show. The one thing that I don't like is a whole thing that seems it, it seems kind of pre-scripted. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. You know, Jason walks up. It's like, hey, so do you remember this guy? Yeah, I remember that guy. You know what? How about this? Put your money where your mouth is. Oh, snap, son. Like the other guy didn't know that Mayhem Miller was going to walk up to him and say that. I mean, come on. 
Yeah, for reals. It doesn't make any sense. It's just no. ridiculous. But they're changing that. They're actually getting rid of that. Well, that's yeah. a plus. That's a start. Yeah. My biggest thing about it is mm-hmm. these kids are getting picked on in high school or junior high, whatever, whenever. Right. So here comes the bully. And they bring on a professional fighter to beat him up. So it's kind of like if you were picking on me right. and I came back with my dad and said, you know what? My dad could take you. And then after that, I get paid, what, $100 per minute if I actually last long with your dad. Right. It's, 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 it's garbage. I'm, gonna, I'm throwing it out right now. I don't like it. You don't like Bully Beat? That no, I'm, I'm done with it. After, after I just thought about that, I'm done. <laughs> it's like, my dad can beat your dad up. You can't do nothing. Exactly. It's Come on. I think come it's on. a disadvantage, though, for the bullies, though. You know? It's, oh. it's, it's like, dude, dude, are you serious? Are they really going to learn anything? You're paying them money if they survive with these fighters. You're probably going to be thinking, you know what? Uh, I'm going to start picking on these guys just to prepare for my next MMA match. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. They're just sparring partners. That's all they are. And, you know, bullies, they're not trained in MMA. You know, there's no uh, wedgies going on or, or whatever, you know. So it, it's total disadvantage. I, I don't like it. Um, great concept, but it would have been a little better if the actual person that was getting bullied right. got into the cage. Now, then I would watch. <laughs> that would be fun. It's like, yeah, Jason, I was picking on this guy, but I can't get enough. I'm addicted. <laughs> I need to do it again. It's been 20 years. Let's have a reunion and let's do this. I mean, make it happen, MTG. Make it happen. You know, I put Brock Lesnar against against uh, Smiley McSmiley Pants. You know, I bullied him back in high school. I want him to fight Brock Lesnar in front of his family so he can wet his pants and get his ass kicked. Yeah, terrible. It's just... <laughs> It's bad news, but you know it, it's only bringing MMA, you know, more more spotlight to MMA. But um, I don't know if it's necessarily the right type of spotlight <laughs> we're showing on MMA right now. But uh, ratings are good, so yeah, whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah, whatever it takes. My idea would have been better for the boys if they would have had Kimball Slice, but more in the in the backstage days on YouTube, and just have them like you know bare knuckle fighting with Kimbo. That's what I would love to see. It's like, can you last this long with Kimball Slice? Bare knuckles. Boy, have you seen these guys' face mangled up after he beats them up? Oh, yeah. That's what I want to see with the bullies. In the yeah. middle of a high school hallway. <laughs> Locker smashing. I mean, let's keep it real. <laughs> let's keep it real. Yeah, and if he loses, a wedgie should be applied. Definitely. <laughs> and, of course, uh, the upcoming scene of uh, the Ultimate Fighter, speaking, of course, of Kimbo Slice, uh, he's definitely going to be one of the most washed, tough enough fighters in the history of the show, in my opinion, just because he's such a big draw. He was a big draw for Elite XC, and of course, he made definitely a, a, a big draw for UFC. That once he was uh, once he was uh, named as being one of the contestants for the Ultimate Fighter. Oh yeah, this is going to be the most watched tough in history. Um, I, I'm I'm ordering a, a D, uh, what TiVo, TiVo? DVR. TiVo. I'm getting one of those just so I can make sure I catch every one of these fights because these guys are big and they came to bang. I think it's going to be one of the best toughs yet. Yeah, you got what? Uh, football players in football there? Football players, Kimbo, I mean. Rashad and Quintus, uh aggression towards oh, each other. Yeah. I mean, is that feud going on? Holy crap. Can you imagine that? I wonder. Here's This is what I want to know, though. It's like, are people just going to be picking up, uh, picking on Kimbo? It's like, no, you know, I've actually heard rumors, uh, seen the blogs, and apparently Kimbo has been the chef of really? the house. Yeah. No way. He's been cooking up all the meals. There's people blogging about, um, you know, some of the stuff slides out, a couple of those websites out there. Uh, but 
they're saying that he's been the chef for for all the people. He's a great cook, I guess. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if that pays off, or maybe people give him a little bit of uh, slack in the in the cage. Oh, oh he cooked me a good steak. You know I can't hit him that hard. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just couldn't do it. I can't see. I can't see Kimbo. Uh, Kimbo winning though. I, I don't see him getting I, to the finale. You know what? I do actually see Kimbo winning. I hope oh. he does win. I hope he no does way, Jose. Win. No way. <laughs> oh, <You're> wow. <laughs> no, I do actually see Kimbo winning though. It's like he's been training really hard. And, uh, I mean, his stand-up game is pretty awesome. I mean, he used to box professionally. Yeah, but let's let's look at his stand-up game. You know, let's compare it to somebody, you know, that's in the UFC. Heavyweights, I'm trying to think of a good striker in, in UFC right now. Heavyweight. Mirror was pretty good. Mirror's stand-up wasn't too bad. Um, but I, I just, he just doesn't have all of the all the tools to win. I mean, those guys are going to be stronger than Kimbo. And he's going to face some people that, I mean, pro football players – you know, NCAA wrestlers that are going to be able to take him down at will. And he's not going to be able to stop him. I mean, his first fight was against, uh, or maybe it was his second fight, against Ray Mercer. Ray Mercer right. took him down. And Ray Mercer's a boxer. So, I don't know. I, I, I just can't see him. I can't see him. I can't see him winning. Well, if Dana wants to make millions, I mean, he definitely has to put him against Brock Lesnar if he wants the ultimate oh, yeah. fighter. It's like, if he wants the ultimate fighter, put him against uh, a big name, uh, well, maybe Randy Couture would be kind of cool. Let Randy uh, try to get a win. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. Love the guy, but he needs a victory. He needs to, you know. But we'll get into him later. But, but I'm saying that uh, I'm. I know that Dana's pulling for Kimbo to win this. I mean, it's all pre-recorded. It's already done. We know yeah. they know who's in the finale. But we don't. But we don't. And I'm sure that Dana was hoping that it was going to be Kimbo. I mean, even if Kimbo doesn't win, mm-hmm. you'll see him again in the cage. Yeah, it's you like, will see him. The same night you see the first fight of the winter fights, you'll see him on that same card. Yeah. He's going to steal the spotlight. Yeah, he He is. always does. You know, and even if he loses, like, let's say the third round or something, or like the third episode of the show, uh, I mean, Dana's definitely still going to put him as one of the, one of the uh, not one of the preliminary cards, but one of the main cards. Uh, yeah. Uh, just because he's such a big draw. It's oh, like, yeah. Regardless, win or lose, Kimbo's still going to be making a lot of money. People are going to be watching Kimbo. It's like, oh, shoot, that's Kimbo. That's yeah. Kimbo. That's like uh, if Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell <laughs> decided to join UFC. It's like Dana's not going to be like, well, you know what? You're going to go. You're you're not going to be seen on TV. No, he's going to put him as one of the main cards. You're going to be going up against uh, Chet Congo. Congratulations. <laughs> so you want to be an ultimate fighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, uh, another big thing, another uh, thing that's also hitting the internet is Chuck Liddell, Dancing with the Stars. What do you think about that? You know, at first I'm like, great, this is excellent. I get to watch Chuck dance. <laughs> Not sure where that's going. I mean, do you feel that, um, do you feel like he's less of a badass? Like when you're watching him prance around right. the dance floor, are you going to think to your head, in your head, are you going to think, God, he's such a <laughs> are you going to think, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> you know? What I'm going to be thinking is mostly hopefully she doesn't catch him with her left hook or something because he'll be knocked out and they will lose the competition. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, Mark, but uh, but Fedor was going to be on the show. Yeah, Fedor was going to be on the show. It looks like M1. What the, tell me a little bit more about this one, Jose. Okay, well, Fedor was going to be on the show, but MDC wouldn't co-promote with M1. Hello, folks! Hello! These are jokes! <laughs> For those of you who don't know what M1 is, 
well, it's basically another fighting organization from Russia that doesn't work with anybody. I mean, tell no, me. No, wait. They supposedly work with people, but they just want to no. freaking like put their names on everything. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. They're a bumper sticker. That's what they are. <laughs> who, who, why does this company think they're on top of the world? They've got maybe five fighters in their organization that are considered top 10 fighters in the nation or in the, in the world. In yeah, the world. Fedor, Britt Rogers, uh, God, who else are the other three? I can't really think of any oh, other three that M1 yeah. would have. It's like they're putting what? It's like M1 and Pride. What happened to Pride? Pride went bankrupt. M1 oh, yeah. and uh, Affliction. What happened to Affliction? Affliction went bankrupt. M1 and Strike Force was going to happen to Strike Force. God only knows that they're probably going to go bankrupt. M1 well, Elite XC, same oh, thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, they're just they falling did, all over the place. They need to stop with the. They need to go on Bully Beatdown. Dana White <laughs> needs to take that guy on Bully Beatdown. Put him up against Lesnar and just, there we go. I like Bully Beatdown. I'm all for it. If they put the M1, yes, they should definitely do that. Put everybody from M1 on Bully Beatdown. All the promoters, let's do this. Because that's all they're doing. They're just jumping on top. McDonald's could probably be the next thing that they're going to be trying to promote with. Look, dude, this is what we'll do. We want uh, we want to put Fedor as one of the Happy Meals toys, but we want to be able to go promote with you. Yeah. We'll put the archers in the center of the of the cage as long as Fedor is in a Happy Meal. We're good. We had to co-promote with M1. Uh, I, I just think they're nothing more but locusts. You know, they just get on top of, of different companies and they just dry them up. You know, take whatever resources they have and then just leave them there to to die and struggle. And that's the one thing I really dislike about M1. Uh, they, like like you mentioned, they do have maybe a few good fighters for that I could think of. But other than that, it's like they're they're not going to be uh, they're not going to be something that I would care to watch. No, no. And, and I tried watching Affliction. I did. And, you know, I'm not all about UFC. It's not only UFC. UFC is right. not the only organization out there that's legit. Oh, but no. it's, you know, they just, the production they do is just far better than any other production out there. Affliction, watching that was, was terrible. Oh, it was like God. watching Pride. Who I mean, uses, it was who, bad. Who uses freaking ropes? I yeah. mean, who uses it for uh, uh, a ring anymore? It's like MMA. Hong Moi Chin off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you think of MMA, you're thinking now of a cage. You're incorporating the cage to the words MMA. You're not incorporating the ring anymore to MMA. No, they've got to adapt, and they didn't adapt, and now they're no longer in business. So, no, I mean, not. it just goes to show, uh, you know, some of these other organizations, they just need to... To stop being so greedy, because once you get UFC level, you can be greedy. But M1, um, you know, what was their last card? Mark Kerr was their main event. Mark Kerr, mm. he's 15 and 10, now 15 and 11. He got beat in less than a minute, and it just, it was sad watching him. I mean, he's been addicted to pain pills. He was on steroids no longer, but it's just sad. It's sad. It is. It is sad. And, of course, they also lost uh, Don the Predator Fry. He was supposed to be fighting against Kimo, but... That's who Mark Hunt ended up fighting. Yeah, that's who Mark Hunt ended up fighting. I'd like to see that guy come to the UFC, though. Who, Don Fryer or Mark Hunt? No. The the latter, Mo. Mo? Yeah, he's uh, he's supposedly been talking a lot of trash on Rampage. Oh, boy. So I want to see those guys get in there. Well, of course, Rampage is now Hollywood. Have you seen his great movies like <laughs> <laughs> like Never Surrender? You know, I, I have seen that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. God, that was such a great movie. Did I ever tell you the story how I met that uh, main actor, Hector Echevarria? No, no. no, no tell I the people how you met uh, well, this great actor. Okay, this this wonderful actor, this 
this lovely actor I met uh, over there after UFC 100 in Vegas, and I saw him walking past, and I was the only one to stop him because I was the only one that recognized him. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Hector, Hector, I see your movies. And he looks at me, and he's like, oh, okay, good, good. And he just walks away. I should have said, Hector, Hector, douchebag. I was the only one that saw your movies. I want back my $1.99 from Redbox. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, MMA. A lot of people are going Hollywood, just like Chuck Liddell, going to Dancing with the Stars. You know, it brings, it brings attention to MMA. But at the end of the day, I mean, hate to go back to this, but are you going to see Chuck Liddell? If he wins Dancing with the Stars, is he going to be the winner of Dancing with the Stars? Or is he going to be Chuck Liddell, the badass Former light heavyweight champion. No, it's going to be Chuck Liddell, the next contender for the UFC belt, if he wins Dancing with the Stars. And it might help him. It might help him. Yeah, it may help him stay out of the way of those uh, Rashad bombs. <laughs> God, wake up, Liddell. <laughs> that could actually Rashad help looks him. like he's got, uh, what is it, Parkinson's in the, in, the, in the cage? He's out there shaking around. Just, you know, hit him right in the jaw and call well, it a night. Well, the reason why he's trying out for a Back to the Future movie, so he's taking the role of <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Hello. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Too soon. Uh, another great thing that's happening on reality TV, female MMA reality show. I don't know the name of the show, but it's basically, but it's basically, uh, uh, it's kind of like The Ultimate Fighter, but with chicks. Wow. I this might be exciting. You know what, though? I've got to give it up for female MMA fighters. They go out there and they don't care. They're fighting. They're not Anderson Silva versus Laetis, you know. They're not <laughs> out there laying down and kicking at ankles. I mean, these <laughs> girls get pissed and they want blood. Hell yeah. You know what they should do? Uh, in order to get these girls a little bit more prepped, uh, find uh, have one of the girls find out that that uh, their baby's daddy is cheating on them with their opponent, and then after that, you're going to have a really great show. <laughs> you know what? I would do that. I would do that for female <laughs> MMA fighters. If if Karana wanted me to play that part, right. I would do that. <laughs> Just so long as Cyborg was not her opponent. <laughs> Couldn't go there. Couldn't do it. Oh, boy. Poor, poor Gina Karana, though. That fight, <sighs> yeah, it was pretty bad. A lot of people are saying that she may retire after that. And she's only had eight fights. And, you know, yeah. that's the thing about women fighters is, uh, you know, she, she, she got so much fame so right. quick that she's probably going to go on and do other things. Right. But she only had eight fights. It's she like, could actually be in the next dance with the stars. She's got Hall of Fame, <laughs> MMA, woman fighter, and she's had eight fights. Yeah. You know what? And, and I kind of glanced on to uh, Cyborg One, though. It's like she was a tougher, tougher opponent. And people are always, uh, I don't know if you were reading this on MMA Junkie, but they were just like going off on her. It's like, oh, she's taking she's taking Steroids. some sort of hormone, yeah. uh, hormone pills or something like that. And you know what? It's, like, it's a better fighter one that day. Yeah. And it's like, why does she need to take any type of pills? She's a man. <laughs> <laughs> she is a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you see her penis? Yeah. I saw it fall out. <laughs> End of the fight, it fell out. I mean, raised her hand. Whoop. There goes the penis. I'll be honest. I'll date her. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. But, but this new show, I don't know where it's going to be. I think it was either going to be NBC or the Oxygen Sino. So, <laughs> well, I, it's like it's going to be uh, produced by Oprah. <laughs> I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Maybe a little bit of Ellen could get in on that. <laughs> Tyra, maybe? I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, Tyra versus Ellen. <laughs> yeah, bring it. All right. Let's talk about UFC 102. Just passed Randy Couture. Lost to a unanimous decision against Big Nog. What a fight. Oh, freaking phenomenal. That that was a really good fight. 
Uh, of course, Mike was rooting for Couture. And if you actually saw him after the fight, he was crying. He was on his knees. He was praying to God. It's like, why me? Why Couture? And uh, there's a real reason. Uh, Nog went there all prepared. Yeah, you know, Randy, he he amazed me. But, you know, he got rocked really quickly by yeah. some shots that didn't look, you know, like he, years ago he could have taken those easily. So I think the age is coming into play. Right. You know, he's not able to take those shots anymore. Nogueira looked great. Um, but, you know, it was a UFC that I wasn't really too excited for, but it turned out to be one of the best fights of the year so far. Yeah, and you know what? So far, UFC's been doing really good with a lot of these headline fights. Uh, uh, Franklin versus Vanderlei, Mir versus uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, and now Nog versus Couture. And it turns out these headline fights have been, I mean, they've been doing extremely well. Yeah, good year for MMA. Great year so far for MMA. It's only going to get better. Yeah, what, what do you think about the the contender though? It's like Big Knox definitely going to be number one contender for the for the belt once uh, Brock Lesnar faces Shane Carwin. No, you, you don't. Yeah, think? He will be, but I I don't see. Um, I'd like to see. Um, man, what's his name? Brown pride on his chest. Looks whiter than me. <laughs> What is that guy's name? Cain uh, Velasquez. Cain Velasquez. I'd like to see him versus Lesnar. Now, Are you kidding? Uh-uh. That guy's wrestling is amazing. Did you see how he dominated Ch uh, Czech Congo? Which is not the greatest wrestler, but Czech's a big boy. Yeah, yeah, Strong yeah. guy. And um, Cain yeah. just dominated him. I don't see Nagira being able to put a submission on a guy like Lesnar. I don't think... Uh, Frank Mir did it, but Frank Mir is a lot stronger than Nogueira. Right. And Nogueira trying to lock something up. Even though his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is world-class, I just can't see him tying up a big boy like Lesnar. You know what? And here's the thing, though. With, uh, Brock Lesnar has a lot on his plate with these upcoming fights. So let's say if he does beat Nogueira, then after that he's going to be facing... Uh, I mean, let's say if he beats Shane Carwin, he's going to be right. facing Nogueira, who's yeah. freaking awesome with submissions. If he beats Nogueira, he's going to be facing Caleb uh, Velasquez. I mean, I you, got, you got yourself three freaking tough fighters right there. It's like, these guys are badasses. Now, will that solidify Brock Lesnar's place in MMA? Or do you think he's already solidified his spot? You know what? I think that would solidify him. It's like, once he beats a third person, which I think would be Caleb Velasquez, mm -hmm. it's like, that would definitely put him right People there. People will finally shut up. You know, I think Brock is, you know, like, you know, I think it was Joe Rogan said it. He's you know, if, if Brock Lesnar had never done the, the WWE wrestling People would be talking about him as as a phenom instead of this this side card. So I think Brock is a good thing for MMA. It's gonna make Dana go out there and find some good heavyweights like he's done with the tough. So it'll make the heavyweight uh, division interesting again. Yeah, you know what? If Dana actually wants to make a little bit more money with the Ultimate Fighter, he should definitely try to put Tim Sylvia in the next season. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Sylvia, I told you, I got fifty on it. He can raise the prices for pay per views, and I will pay. It's like you suck, Tim. Get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay here's another fight that i kind of found interesting uh the dina mean no contender for the belt in my opinion <laughs> no no dina mean is oh it just bugs me he fights he, like a monkey he is the he's 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 got the flattest feet i think his feet aren't flat i think they're inverted <laughs> they're that bad i mean he's walking around on like canoes it's, it's horrible it's a horrible thing to watch it's it's it, you know, Nogueira is, he fights old. Nogueira's 33 years old. He looks like he's 50. Fights <laughs> like he's 50. Dean Amin fights like he's 80. I mean, he picked up the Parkinson's from Rashad. I mean, he's got that going on now. Right, right. I just, ah, uh, he just, 
It's it's fun to watch him get beat. Uh, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's fun to watch him get beat. You know, he had a couple good victories against uh, what Forrest and Liddell. Right. But that's his claim to fame. That's as far as he's getting. True, true. Did you see that fight? What do you think about that decision with the ref not stopping the fight too early with uh, Chris Levin? Do you see that? It's like where uh, I forgot his name, Jake. Got him right there in that in one, in that one submission. Oh, yeah, and Levin just passed out. Yeah, Levin passed out, and then he started convulsing afterwards. Yeah. You know, it was it was weird because um, it looked like he was tapping, mm-hmm. but then it looked like he wasn't. So maybe it was just early convulsions, but, you know, that's, that's, that's part of the sport, though. You know, you're told not to stop until the ref pulls you off, so, mm-hmm. you know, no shame to the other fighter, but um, it happens, I guess. Boy, I kind of felt bad for him. He was convulsing. Yeah. I was like thinking, that oh was my his hometown God. too. How do you? Everybody lost in their hometown. Can you, can you go home after that? I mean, do you... I don't know. Take him to Bully Beatdown. Find someone better in Portland. And, and I was take about to say. It. I was about to scream out, "Ref, ref, take off your belt. Put it between his teeth. Hurry <laughs> up! He's freaking having a seizure." <laughs> yeah. It was. It was not a good sight, but you know it's MMA and stuff happens. He's fine, so. No, I really would have liked to seen Lieben win that fight, though. But oh, I, me too. I love Lieben. I think he's an awesome fighter. And we saw the and we saw Lieben though in the second round. We didn't see him in the first round. He kept on being like, "Okay, I'm backing now, but I'm gonna fight." Yeah. Perfectly. No, it's like Lieben came back in the second round, and started throwing these freaking wild haymakers, yeah. just like he does the ten last ten seconds of every round. He just throws down. He needs to stick with it. Yeah, yeah you know, people think it's unorthodox. I love unorthodox. I think it's freaking amazing. It's like he just like comes out of nowhere. It's like he's like the jack in a box, you know. <laughs> it's like with well, no label. With no label, it's like when is he gonna pop out? I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god, Chris Levin's there. <laughs> That's right. He, you know, you win fights that way too. So it's good for him. But yeah, true, true. It's like so. Here's another thing that's also happening. Mac Hughes is pulling a Randy Couture. He'll be signing a multi-fight deal. Oh, we didn't even touch on that Couture signing. Oh. No, we did it, huh? Seven fights? Is I that right? We, I think Mike said he, he was saying for six. Either way, I think it's a typo. I think Randy Couture's <laughs> next fight is retirement. <laughs> Staying out of the cage is his next battle. I mean, the guy, he's a Hall of Famer. Let's leave it at that. I mean, he wants to fight the greatest fighters in the world, uh-huh. but he's not the greatest fighter in the world anymore. He's not at the class. He's a Brett Favre of MMA. He's the Brett Favre <laughs> of MMA. Put him on the Wisconsin card. <laughs> Sign him up. <laughs> him and <laughs> Maniac. I don't care. We'll do it in between Maine and Wisconsin. Let's get it signed. Uh, for reals. It's about time. It's like I, I agree with you, though. It's like I think maybe two more fights, but seven or six. I mean, six or seven. Yeah, that's too much. That's uh, too yeah, much. they're also saying that it may have been just a lock. So they have Couture in the event that Fedor finally comes over to UFC. They have Randy already in a contract, so they don't have to go through that crap anymore. Oh. And he's already there and ready to fight. So, so he's going to be fighting Fedor, which is not going to happen. No, no, it's not going to happen. I mean, I think it will eventually, but yeah, I but think Fedor will lose to somebody, loses all of his, you know, like momentum. And yes, all his, like, yes, all yeah. his celebrity of being the greatest in the world. He'll lose to somebody, and then uh, then they'll bring him over. Yeah, he's going to do a couture and lose. Uh, to a couple of guys in a row, and mm-hmm. then they're going to put him. He's going to be like, okay, you know what? I'm probably going to do UFC, and. I don't know. Mac Hughes. So, Mac Hughes is going to be doing the same thing. And, of course, after watching his fight with Matt Sarah, the way GSP dominated Matt Sarah, I was like, oh, my God, dude. Matt Sarah, it's like, God, he sucks. But then when Mac Hughes was struggling with Matt Sarah, yeah. I'm thinking there's no way Matt can actually be a contender for or the Matt belt. Hughes versus Yeah, when Matt Hughes fought GSP and then he went back and fought uh, 
Alves. I mean, Alves just threw him around like he wasn't right. in the same weight class. And Matt Hughes signing, I like when Matt Hughes fights just because there's the, the chance that he will do something great, you know, like when he beat down Hoist Gracie. I mean, that was it was sad to watch. But, you know, Hughes, if he brings it, he can bring it. But um, I don't see him doing very well in those <laughs> next three fights. <laughs> I'd like to see a rematch with him and Matt Sarah, though, because that one was controversial. A lot of people thought that Sarah won that fight. Right. Now that they've hugged and made up and, and gone dancing with each other, I think that uh, they should get back in there, though. Oh, you know what they should do? They should actually do a reality show. Matt, Matt and Matt. Well, isn't Matt going to have his own hunting show? Oh, yeah, he is. He Come is. On. What's he hunting for? Uh, hunting for the gold. <laughs> hunting for a victory. Hunting for his career back. <laughs> I mean, uh, great fighter. You know, you can't... You got to love him, though. He's, he's, he brought a lot to MMA, and that's just... You know, these guys are just getting old. Couture's, the Hughes, the, the Liddell's. Oh, I mean, it's time for the GSPs. Oh, God, you and your GSP. GSP. You and your GSP. I want to see Matt versus the Bear in his hunting show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. You know what? Well, that's actually that's it for the show. I hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, don't forget to check us out next time on MMA Overdose, the only podcast that incorporates mixed martial arts with comedy. I'm your host, the Baby Gorilla. Along with me, Hurricane Haas, saying mahalo, and see you next time. Good night. <laughs>